Caitlin, do you have any uh, like favorite experiences that you can think of? No. Watching <laughs> us play Batman. <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. You like that? That little that little change, a little in, a change of emphasis. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I can recover. Yes. <laughs> well, I hope I hope you can because we have a lot to talk about. And typically, superheroes seem to occupy every sense of conversation in film, TV, animation, and much more. But it hasn't been till like maybe the 2000s they have become a household name in the video game community. Starting out as cult classics and once in a console generation gem, we are going to break down our experiences and highlights with a topic from one of our listeners, <gasps> Infinity Dark 13. You got a shout out because shout out, we, we shout try to out. do these episodes as much as we can, baby. Uh, but today's topic, our marquee is superhero video games are us. Superhero <laughs> video games are us. That is All a right. mouthful of a title, but yeah, it's what it is. It is a long one. Um, but uh, let's get into it. Uh, today's host, I am Tom. I'm Caitlin. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd on Nation that is powered by Patreon. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Shout out to the Cables Crusaders. <laughs> and as a member of the Nerd on Nation, you do get fun perks. Like you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get early access to these episodes. You get uh, early access on merch. Uh, you get access to servers, channels on our Discord server that are only open to you. Uh, lots of fun stuff going on over there. So do check it out. Also, at the same time, the Nerd on Nation does allow us to grow and be the best that we can be. It allows us to keep upgrading our content and all that fun stuff. So check it out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And do head over and join the conversation over at Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There is literally a channel for everything. Movies, TVs, gardening, uh, tech, everything. Check it out. Uh, and also a huge shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee have equipped us with these microphones, the Hype Mic, ultimate podcasting microphone. Check it out. We use it on everything that we make these days. So uh, can't uh, speak more about it. It's just amazing. And also Odyssey headphones. Uh, we're using their LCD ones to record the podcast, but they also have their uh, gaming headsets, uh, the Pemrose and so, also so uh, Mobius. The Mobius is Chef's Kiss mm. um, mm -hmm. 7.1 audio. Uh, it's really fantastic. It's a lot of fun to play with. Uh, so do check that Games out. Games are different now that I have that. <laughs> I'll just say that. Like, it's a whole, like, I felt like I had been living in a shed and someone was like, Do you know there's houses? And I was like, There's houses? <laughs> uh, so do check them the out. And Speaking of our, our Patreon, I, I always forget to, to say this, but it needs to be said. We are so close to our next goal, uh, which is 60 members of the Nerdon Nation. So close. And when we reach that, the Nerdon Nation members get to pick a topic for one of our episodes. So head on over. Join. Even for as little as a dollar, all the way up to $8. 
are the tears. So check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, if you like what you hear today, do stop by, rate, review, share us with your friends, your family, all that good stuff. Yeah, that is the housekeeping. Shall we get on into this super episode? Yes, <laughs> I think so. Every episode super that makes all the oh, not man. super. So I mean, this is an R Us episode. There are no grumps. There are no uh, ratings at the very end. It's just us chatting it up, talking about our experiences, a little bit of our collection of uh, highlights. And so I mean, I think the first place to start out. I mean, it wouldn't be a nerd on episode if we didn't go around. Robin round the horn and uh, do a little bit of our, our initial reaction, first impression of it, you know, a little bit of our story. So who wants to go first? Our tree of superhero video game nerddom? Yeah, just, yeah. you know, give, give us a palette. I'll, because... I'll start us off. Okay. And I'll, 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 you know, I'll give a quick summary. Uh, I can start with, like, the first game, superhero game I remember playing was Batman Returns on the Super Nintendo uh, um, that was like, I would spend hours and hours playing that never beat it. I was, I was only like four or five, uh, I think when I played it, but, uh, Could you? you weren't smart enough yet. I like played the first level over and over and over again. And I just had so <laughs> the much tutorial. Fun. Yeah. Like you could throw, it was, it was bizarre to me cause I was only used to platformers, but in this one you could like throw bad guys into the background, like into mm-hmm. a window in the background. And it was like a big, big deal. Uh, but the first video game I remember beating fully was Spider-Man on the Nintendo 64 based mm. off the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I've played that and I have since played it a few times and it's just like, it, I know that Spider-Man two video game on like the GameCube is praised as like the, the Mecca, but, but for me, obviously I have those rose tinted glasses as being like the first video game I beat. And so I, it feels like a warm blanket that, that first Nintendo 64 game with all the polygons and everything beautiful. Uh, but I would say, uh, I would keep it like the one I've played the most as far as like franchise would be our ultimate Alliance, Marvel's ultimate Alliance. It's like, they got me early with, uh, uh, X-Men legends that led me into ultimate Alliance. And I've just since never looked back. <laughs> I've never looked back. That's it. That's nice. my quick um Some i can go yeah yeah go, Tom. Go. um so for me i feel like i've been like a bottom feeder all my life um <laughs> seems right i've never because i because so for me superhero ga- video games have always been the movie companion like game right so it's like wolverine origins the game oh geez you know Captain the <laughs> x-men the x-men port where you could be nightcrawler iceman and wolverine you ever play that one no um don't. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, but like it was like the Captain America, the first Avenger, the game, you know, it was always those kind of things. It was never like there was a full fledged game. Yeah, that um, was like when I, oh, that wasn't based on a movie, but Captain America and the Avengers on SNES. Did anyone play that? No. No, wasn't great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was like that's how I kind of experienced them at first. It was just like if you wanted to play a superhero game, you had to get the movie game. And I had like the Batman Begins one for sure, which was kind of fun. It was pretty fun. It was a little like dumb, but like, you know, you're, 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 this is the only way you're going to get some, you know? Um, but then I had like a really good friend in, in high school who ended up like having his SNES. And when we ended up playing like the OG Spider Man game with Venom, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, like that's where it kind of all started out for me was like, oh, I get like before video games was like, 
it's whatever you get. And so like, you know, I had the Mario games, I had the Nintendo life, but like superheroes was never part of that. Um, but then I've been able to go backwards in time and been like, Oh, like I remember city of heroes. Like that yeah. was a big deal. Um, and I was like, Oh, I've always wanted to play this. And I started, playing, I was like, Oh, I don't think this aged that well. And then I knew city of villains de- definitely like was the one that a lot of star people started playing. But like I sunk a lot of hours into later on DC universe online mm. um, because that was like huge for me. Like uh, I had just like come to realization of who Jim Lee was and how he, who is the right now the sole publisher for DC comic books. And he is like the, apparently the sinew, the connective tissue between DC films and DC comics. And um, he, he had drawn everything. He had drawn out the entire map for the entire game, all the character models, all the loading screens are all drawn by him. Um, and he was like That's the one like, cool. yeah. I, I, and so I highly respected it. And everything was kind of just based off of like his art style, which I'm like, Oh, I, how can you want, how can you want less? Um, and so I, that was like my first like real, like I played RuneScape and then getting into that was was big. But obviously I'm wearing uh, a type of Batman shirt that I normally don't wear. I don't typically like wearing uh, superhero shirts that have the superhero on them. It feels very like I am a fanboy instead of just like so wearing the logo. Symbol, but you, yeah. you yeah, are that's the just DC me, boy. That's just me. Um, but uh, yeah, Arkham. Arkham uh, is, is, you know, it was the end all be all for me. It definitely made it where... Uh, these games were getting awards. And then obviously, you know, we had, you know, later on with Spider-Man, but it's it's crazy to see like, you know, Corey with Ultimate Alliance and that was like a four-player game and it's a different composition and there's different power-ups and there's a little bit of arcade style with, versus mm-hmm. like a, a, a Arkham or like a Insomniac Spider-Man, which is like a single-player adventure, so. Yeah, well, I mean, Arkham Asylum, to give it credit where credit's due, has changed not only the superhero video game genre, uh, but most like, single player open world RPGs like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that, how your fight system works. Kind of uh, is all I think it kind of changes the expectation too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A little bit. You don't of say, like, Ar- yeah, when you say Arkham, you're like, oh, the games. Yeah. Well, like, cause anytime I play a, a game now where I'm a hero who has to fight multiple enemies at once, I'm always like, when do I get to press Y to counter? Mm-hmm. And when do I get like, it's, it's built in now to like gaming as a whole, which is pretty amazing. Kaylin, Josh, Kaylin. Uh, so this is interesting for me. I'm learning a lot about these games that I've never played because the only superhero game that I really played was Batman Forever on the mm-hmm. SNES. And it was not good. <laughs> um, I don't know if I even, cause I, I mean, I played it like I was a wee, wee bab. So I don't think I even got past like the first area cause the map was so dark and the controls were so bad that you couldn't tell where to go or how to get out. Uh, so, and I haven't really played any of the, I think we played Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance together mm-hmm. on a couple of group streams. And that's kind of as far as my superhero video game knowledge We played goes. the, the, the uh, Telltale Batman. Telltale. Uh, I, I remember watching it, but yeah. I haven't really uh, other than like when i had the controller in my hands for like 15 minutes and i was like i'm gonna kill everyone i remember the audience was really mad at you because you were you were literally not about that catwoman batman romance Mm -mm, you're like no no, stop like it it's the truth i was ruining it i was ruining uh (laughs) selena kyle and uh bruce together and i was like good i hope they're not together No, no. I do what I want. That's why they gave me options. Uh, 
But yeah. Nice. Uh, preparing for this episode, I realized that I had very limited experience with superhero video games, like pre-modern gaming. Um, well, lucky you didn't have to experience Superman 64. Yeah, hey. I didn't experience hardly any because 64. Because I did. Um, Saved up all my allowance for that game. <laughs> oh, well. For a flight simulator. Oops. Yeah. Um, so I had to like dig deep a little bit. Uh, so Super Mart. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is probably oh. like the, the thing that I can think back of like arcade and then the uh, Turtles in Time. Like that's like yeah. the, the one that I can think of far back of like what might have been my first. Like I didn't experience any of like the GameCube or Super Nintendo. I didn't experience those because they weren't in my purview. My my. My mind was Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy, those kinds of games. So superheroes didn't even, like, occur to me. Um, and then, like, recently, like, I've played a few of the, like, the superhero games. Like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was kind of, like, the one that I played more of because I had a, twi- or a, a Twitch. Of course I have a Twitch because we have a Twitch. Uh, a Switch. Um, and Corey had uh, introduced us to Marvel Ultimate Alliance on one of our streams, um, like, one and two um yeah baby <laughs> so yeah and then like yeah i will probably talk about favorites later i'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming yeah sure. so i'll leave that till later but uh yeah so i mean i i realized that i had very limited experience it, it's interesting because like i think superhero video games have kind of like evolved and adapted through time kind of like how all video games do but like they kind of become they they become their own genre in a way because obviously yeah. you're using a character in their own ip but like to Corey's point and caitlin's point like you start out with the the side scrolling beat em up game <laughs> and then yeah you had the arcade where multiple player couch co-op with four players um and then you do go into like the 3d superman 64 world and then you go into the hard storyline stuff but like the funny thing that i thought like with my experience with marvel ultimate alliance was like it was like a like a really trying to do the full-fledged rpg of like you run through rifts and you battle and you build your comp you build your team up and you build a different build for your character so it had like rpg elements in there and so like using the best character for the best you know and you had that like above view like it's almost i think of like legends right I, i don't know all the games one that we've played league of legends Mm. Uh, just kind of like that above view gauntlet, gauntlet that, those kind yeah. of things. A lot of the, yeah, a lot yeah. of the action RPG style in yeah. that sense. Um, but yeah, and then now we're kind of in this, you know, now we have VR Iron Man and, you know, like how many Wii games came out where you had motion controls with the superhero games. But also mm-hmm. there are games that aren't like purely IP address, right? There are like um, no more, uh, not no more, uh, but there there is like... Um, Wow, uh, Saints Row, and mm. the, they they utilize kind of the same kind of zany world and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, but well, then, Saints Row Four, you legit become a superhero. Yeah, yeah. So it's like how they how it's kind of superheroes are kind of still influencing the yeah, market because like like also Fortnite. what was the what was the the game where there was two of them and you basically mutate to anything you need to be in that moment. Uh, oh, you're not talking about prototype, in, are you? Uh, yeah. A prototype? Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah that feels very superhero infamous. game to me. Yeah, yeah, infamous is what I was thinking of. Infamous, prototype, yeah. Prototype 2. I just learned that I know nothing 
about Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's very... Saints Row is one of my go-to feel-warm jacket. It's like oh. if, game, if uh, like Grand Theft Auto and superheroes met. Like, that's what it feels like. Uh, okay. Um, Did not but, know that. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's, just, it's just interesting to think about. And I mean, like, like, it, like there's so much... Like, I think a lot of people go back to the old side-scrolling ones. And even right now, as we're recording this episode, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, new, they have a game coming out that's like a, a revive, a remaster of the original game. So. Oh, why didn't I say Turtles in Time? I don't know. You don't that's like them. Because you allowed me to say it later. That's so. true. Got it. Um, Got but, it, uh, Yeah, no, I mean like Fortnite and then Marvel, Mortal Kombat versus um, DC, Marvel versus Capcom. Um, there, there's so many things that like, have like played a little bit of like we're we're hinting at the thing. So like Mortal Kombat is known for their DLCs at this point, and they always try to include the Joker now. And yeah. like, oh yeah, I'll, and Spawn. Uh, Fort, yeah, Fort. Yeah, Soul Calibur games. They would have Spawn in there. Um, so it's just very interesting to think like, no matter what, they're they've always tr- like tried to infiltrate the video game market in that sense. I mean, Injustice uh, Two was a hit. Was a that I'm, changed. I'm I'm not surprised if they keep making the third and fourth one of those yeah yeah um but i mean between i feel like kaylin is going to be a little bit more of a, a listening uh mm-hmm. member at this point but i mean uh what was people's like best experience with it? i feel like Kaylin, you might have watched some gameplay from other people or anything like that or a little bit it, it's one of those things where since superheroes just aren't the thing that I gravitate towards. Oh, yes. I wasn't even really like, like if a friend was playing a superhero video game, I'm like, that's cool, but I'll be over here. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it's one of those things where, and and I'm I'm thinking of the parallels between fantasy games and superhero games because they have a lot of the same, like if there's magic, you're like projecting something forward, you're levitating, you're, you know, there's flying. So the same concepts are there. It's just the way in which it's approached is a little bit different. And the storyline so, usually. A little, yeah, yeah. That's the, where the, a lot of the difference comes in is what story you're telling. Yeah, what kind of story you're telling. So it it's one of those things where hearing you guys talk about superhero games is like, oh, that, that makes me think of this over here and that over there, where it's the same kind superhero of thing. Superhero adjacent. Sora's do- yeah, superhero adjacent. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. If you if you ever play DC Universe Online, it's still free for everyone listening. Um, you can choose who you want to be your mentor, the villain mm-hmm. or hero. And if you choose Wonder Woman as your hero, you start out like fighting magic people. And like mm. you start out like going against Cersei, which you later know Cersei is. And then like she's turning people into animals and all that stuff. And you have to reverse that. And you could like literally do the entire track of just the Wonder Woman missions. And if you want, you could do the Superman missions or the Batman missions, but it's up to you. Well, Flash missions. I mean, with, I mean, keeping in mind like what Caitlin was just saying, it's like, obviously like superhero video games aren't like, yeah, there are quite a few, but there aren't very many. So it's like when you have games like, like even just like League or any, mention any game, Final Fantasies, anything like that. It's just like some of these superhero games, some of the mechanics get to borrow from things that we already know. And it's like, um, I know that we'll talk about this a little bit later, but it's it's really cool to see the the uh, progression of of how games get better. Like thinking of like Turtles in Time, like a side scroller to thinking of like the Arkham games where it's just so, I mean, they're beautiful games. They're just like 
just period. They're just beautiful games when you're like when you're swinging through the city and like I played the Sony Spider-Man um, that was on PS4 a couple of years ago. And just like swinging through the city, you're just like as a gamer, you're like, this is amazing. Like <laughs> this is like I'm going to go to the top of that building. It's like if you think of an RPG, you're like, I'm going to go climb that mountain or something like yeah. that. With games, you're like, I'm going to climb the top of the Empire State Building and then leap off and see yeah, what happens. see how far I can fall before I hit the web slingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do today. There it is. No, I'm like, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I think you talk about like kind of how it's grown and changed because um, yeah, before I think all the movies and all the craze, like you didn't have a story to really pull from. Maybe you had absolute carnage um, or maximum carnage, maximum carnage. Um, and then it was like trying to tell you an entire storyline, but like, you know, with Batman Returns game, Batman Forever game, like they're like, here's the movie game, right? Yeah. And the stories are pretty limited. But then you had things like um, Ghost Rider, who uh, uh, was, it was as a companion with the movie, but the writer for it was Garth Ennis. Mm. And so you had actual comic book writers writing the stories for these things. Um, and I mean, it's now we're at this point in video games where we don't have to tell the story that's being told to the massive audience. Like people will play Insomniac Spider-Man not knowing who the heck a cinder block is or, uh, you know, who, um, I don't know what's another good example of a villain Scorpion is. Um, right. But that being said, with like Batman, the Arkham games, like we don't like people have never seen a live action Hugo Strange or um, uh, ah, man, we have seen Talia go. Batman, Batman's is very saturated to begin with. But like um, it's it's that sense where like they can tell their own stories now and they can kind of live on their own two feet and just borrow the best of what they want from the video games or from other things. Kind of like you're talking about with the game mechanics. Like it, I think it's a little you know different between like the beat em up games and then the the single player action games because the single player action games are trying to tell this one linear story and it's like okay cool we're going to redo the death of robin okay we're going to re you know we're going to redo like the story of you know uh, ultimate spider-man we're going to have doc ock origin or something like that yeah um but now yeah now it's kind of like open road where it's like oh it's a superhero well, it's like, yeah. yeah there was a few instances where they would like those those movie games because there was a batman begins movie game yeah that's that's the one i had yeah but also they would take like these liberties so if anyone here has played the spider-man game to the, oh. the 2000 on the nintendo 64 do you know what i'm about to say jim cummins dude they so they they follow the first bit of the movie and then it just becomes like by the end of it you're fighting carnage who has doc ock oh, yeah. arms and you're like what this is amazing. Uh, and I feel like that was about the time that video games started being like, oh, we can kind of we can kind of explore these other storylines. But like I remember that like I had seen the movie and then playing that, I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. This is terrifying. You have a carnage with Doc Ock arms chasing you down hallways and you gotta make it out in time. And you're like, uh you know what I'm shit. talking about with Jim Cummings? Maybe. Shocker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like how you would play Spider-Man 2. So for me, I, you know, Corey was a Spider-Man 1. I was a Spider-Man 2. I had that on a GameCube. I'm going to be real honest. I'm going I'm to be vulnerable, all, everyone listening. There was no better feeling than playing Spider-Man 2. And I had the fastest web speed while listening to some Hillary Duff in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Let Hillary the Duff, rain Metamorphosis. Fall down. 
and I'll, it, it just got me in a way where I'm like, I got to get to MJ. This is a stupid date mission, but God bless. I will get to her as soon as I can. And like delivering pizzas, but like it, the first, and, and then the entire game is just like, you have Bruce Campbell narrating like yeah. the actual game and like he's doing the tutorial. Oh, dang. You. And so, <laughs> you know, Sam Raimi, man. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Boom. Um, but like, yeah, I, one of my favorite things is like, you have super strength and you have super endurance, but if you fall on the ground, doesn't make the ground any softer. And I was like, mm-hmm. I like that. That's it was very Bruce Campbell-y. And uh, yeah. I, I was just all about it. But like, you're playing the you're playing the movie. If you like the movie, you're like, oh, I'm playing it. But it's also, two, Spider-Man two, the one here. where where you could unlock Green Goblin, or is it the first one? That was first, the first one. one. First one. Yeah. Green Goblin dead. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if they were like, you know, unlock it at the end. Uh, there was also one, and it might have been Spider-Man 2, where you could unlock uh, being Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. That's and you, uh, you could swing, line, so. you could swing as Stan Lee through the entire game, and it was just this old man <laughs> flying through the city at like eighty miles an hour in the sky. His cameo started way before the Marvel oh, the yeah, MCU. Man. He was always cameo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, oh um, yeah, actually, it really did because he yeah, cameo it started way in the Spider Man cartoons as himself as yeah. well. Oh yeah, he did the one where he's trying to break again to the wedding. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, but no, that like. That where it's like there are these wonderful Easter eggs of like how superhero has kind of pervaded through things like like Tony Hawk. There was always a cheat code you could play Spider Man, mm-hmm. and like those are the things where it's like wow. Like as, as someone like again, comic books weren't the main big thing, and even even then, superheroes weren't the main big thing. And for Caitlin's world, it's still not the big big main thing. Um, but like they've always been a presence, and they've always like had like hey, if you if you're into this, I've always like wanted like a GTA cheat where you can just get the Batmobile. Of course, you yeah. want it. But it's like that just makes sense to me. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's also um, become uh, superheroes have become much cooler over the past decade with mm-hmm. with the MCU, with the DCEU. I think more marketable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, hey man, you had Rob Liefeld in the '90s with giant feet, huge chest, straps, and guns everywhere. They were as cool as you can be. <laughs> they've become more mainstream. Yeah, they've become much more mainstream. So games are much more. Um, Accessible. So, yeah, accessible and s- almost sought out. Like we have uh, Square Enix's uh, Marvel Avengers and the Gotham Knights coming uh, in the near and future. And Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even like with the League games and Dota, like now I forget the exact name, but Corey and I went to E3 one year and we just watched the competition of people and they were like, well, here's the Superman composition of the team. Here's the Wonder Woman composition. And I was just like, what? Arena of Valor. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And they had like oh, superheroes yeah. in there. I was like, is that a thing that's legal? That's like legal? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Smite will have characters in there. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's, that's the funny thing where I it's think like Fortnite's it's adding just, Batman or Fortnite, has, Fortnite has everybody. Batman. Oh, has it? They, they recently put in Green Arrow and then now they have another person. But yeah, they, they had all every, of the Avengers, they had yeah. Thanos. Mm-hmm. And so that's all, the thing maybe. too, where like to me, you know, if anyone loves Fortnite, it's not a, it's not a slight, but Fortnite's like also one of the greatest marketing machines. So like, just create a skin and then you marketed the movie. There you go, you're done. Walk away. Um, but yeah, they have all the skins for all these things. Where like now, like everyone wants like, oh, I want it to look like this. Like I remember playing uh, Anthem and be like, I want to make my suit look like the Iron Man suit because oh I'm in a mech why suit. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So it's it's funny how it's kind of pervaded through, but. Um, Moving, 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 moving along. Moving right along. Um, but like best experiences with Josh. I want to. I want to hear kind of like your the greatest superhero <laughs> video game experience. Uh, I really, really liked South Park: Fractured but Whole. 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, that game. I just had so much fun like playing through. It was like one of my first um because I didn't play the stick of Stick of Destiny. I didn't play that. Yeah. Um, Stick of Truth. Fractured but whole, but was like on sale or something like that. And so I got like the ultimate edition or whatever it was on PS4. And I played through it and I was just like, this is just so much fun. Like, you should play Stick of Truth, man. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, uh, next I was after I, I beat Fractured but whole, I was like, I'm gonna play Stick of Stick of Truth. And I was like, these games are so much fun. It's, yeah. It's like a side scroller, but there's also like it's a turn-based RPG, and it's amazing. Yeah, so um, and it's open world. Yeah, so it was just so much fun to just go through, get all the collectibles, uh, just level up your characters, and it's South Park. You can't really go wrong with the the silliness, nope. the silliness of it. So, um, I mean, that was probably one of my favorites. I mean. Just as an experience, just the the comedy of it. Um, Not really knowing what you're gonna get when you go in, and then being yeah. like, "Wow!" Like yeah. as a as a like comedy aside, as a game mechanic, like just based on their mechanics alone, it's a really fun game. <laughs> yeah, like it, and in like different characters hard, give you um, different characters give you different special abilities, so you can access different parts of the map, mm-hmm. um, which I just think is a lot of fun. Like you have to like. I love games with mechanics where you're like, okay, I got to remember that because I'm going to have to come back and so I can open up whatever that secret area is. But I'm going to have to move forward because I don't have that character in my party right now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there, there's there's stuff like that. But, I mean, yeah, I don't have a lot of modern modern game experience except for, like, playing Isn't that modern game, retro? I mean, just playing, like, retro? the... the the modern Spider-Man games or the Batman games. Like it's just, just for me, it's just, I'm just always incredibly amazed with modern day video game graphics. Like, I'm just like, this is so cool. Of what, <laughs> what, what we can do in the systems, like just thinking about like skill trees and just UIs and like what they can do now with, with suit, with video games and then putting it, putting superheroes within that realm is just like, that's cool. <laughs> You're just like, yay. <laughs> Ori? Uh, just good Your experiences. Best of, the best. best of the best experiences with uh, superhero games would probably be uh, Ultimate Alliance 1 or 2. When I was living in New York, I was a lonely boy. And uh, it allowed me to... Uh, connect with some friends back home Mm. three other friends hop on with me create a party team and do like you know boss fights and stuff like that it was just it was a it was a nice it was a nice thing to keep me to keep me happy um but also like it it, it just like i don't know it's like your dream like you always see these movies and comics of like assembling the team even animated shows because and then the movies weren't that big yet And it just because this was like well this was two thousand nine so Iron Man had come out already I guess yeah maybe maybe Thor had just come out uh but like you know I grew up with X Men and stuff like that so like assembling the team is like an exciting part of the story so getting your friends to get on and like picking who you're gonna be and who works with what and da 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 and then you know in Ultimate Alliance two they introduced um power team ups so like you could if you had 
you know, uh, uh, Captain America and Iron Man. Iron Man, you could do the blast radius, or oh, you, know, yeah. you could toss Wolverine if you had uh, some big boy Colossus. like Colossus or Hulk or something. So you could do the Cannonball Special. So it was like, I don't know. That was like half the fun was being able to pick who your who your team was gonna. You know, oh, I'll cover this. If you're going to be the big guy, well, I'll cover attack with with Nightcrawler or something like that. So. Well, the thing that I liked about and so with Marvel Ultimate Alliance one, it was everyone versus Doctor Doom. Yeah, and then Marvel Ultimate Alliance two was right when Civil War came out, and so it was the Civil War story, and Which I thought is- that was just wild. I was like, yo, like, and so that's like when I started reading comic books like more like weekly. Then I was like, yo, video games are about the comic books now. Like, it's not like these like weird separate entities because that was like what superheroes was, and I think that's why the fever or the fervor for superheroes to become mainstream was so like passionate because like so far they have been just so disconnected. Like like the video games never talked about X-Men animated series. The comic books never talked about the video games. And so like now it's like, okay, cool. Like they all reference each other in a way. Um, What are the best of the best? Uh, So that was, that was the, I mean, those experiences and and we played through one and two together, didn't we? You mean most of it? I thought we, we played did. maybe two together. That's what it was. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, but man, I just, I think those games are just a whole bunch of fun. I mean, you know me, I love co-op games. So anytime I can jump on some IP property and do mm-hmm. a co-op game with some friends, like that's, that's going to be, you're going to have a good time. Um, I, I have like a, a, a good handful. Um, one game I think is a, is a gem that no one talks about is Marvel. Uh, it's, Marvel Nemesis's Nemesis, uh, but it's the Imperfects, Rise of the Imperfects, um, and it was a small like the Imperfects in their own storyline was like a small mini series, but they made a whole game about this, and it was using the Ultimate Universe, right? Um, so if you die, you die. Um, wow. And the storyline for it was like there was an alien invasion, and all the Avengers went and fought, and then most of them died. <laughs> And so, like, oh, the, the opening, I remember this game. Yeah, like, the, the the trailer was just like the news coverage of it, and it was like you saw the Hulk jump into like a ship and just get like sidewiped, and then like yeah. you see his hand like shrivel up to back to Bruce Banner, so he's dead. And then like you see Captain America like dodging missiles, and then like, also an explosion, and all that's left is a shield. And like all these characters died, and I was just like, oh my god. And so you start out as like I think Wolverine or the Thing or something like that. So you would play with like a handful of characters, and they were never like. Spider-Man I mean, obviously was one of them. They're the, one of the big characters. And I, you know, for everyone who's in the superheroes, if you don't know why Wolverine's always in everything, it's because he was the one that had never an affiliation with any anyone. So they were like, oh yeah, put him in that story. Put him in that story. But um, you play with Wolverine. He never had the suit. Um, so he just had the the white theater uh, and uh, the tank top. And mm-hmm. uh, you have Spider-Man. You could have Venom. You play with Magneto. He didn't have the, his helmet anymore because Xavier died. Um, so like, it was just, it was just wild and cool. And then you'd play as the imperfects. And so you'd have like Paragon. Um, and it was a, it was like a, I don't know what kind of game it would be. It's not like smash bros punch them up because you, you do have life, you have a health bar. Um, but like it was top down action. And so you would, you like, you'd use interactables. So like if your character was like, um, Wolverine, you couldn't, you could pick up a trash can and throw it at somebody. But if mm-hmm. you were like the thing, you could pick up a car. Like, so right. you had different things like that. Which so, they like, took into Ultimate Alliance 2. Oh, they so took that mechanic in. So, like, it, it, that was a game that I played a lot of. But, like, even then, like, pl- I, I play, like, almost as many movie um, superhero games I could get. Like, 
playing the Fantastic Four one. It was really great. I hope you guys, because at the end of it, once you beat the game and get all the unlockables, you got behind the scenes footage of the Fantastic Four movie with Stan Lee narrating. This is this is a gem. That's wholesome as hell. Yeah, and then um, I think I've showed Corey this. If you beat the Rise of the Imperfects game, you will unlock the first like trade issue of of Fantastic Four, of X Men, and of uh, I forget another thing. Um, and they would do it like this entire storyline and it'd be narrated. And like one was like how Wolverine was like sent by Magneto to go kill Professor X. And another one was like when Reed like met all the people in the Fantastic Four and they go to the Baxter building and they discover the cosmic, uh, the cosmic storm. And it's like, oh, this is really cool. Um, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, it's uh, oh no, yeah, and and, and yeah, well, anyways. Um, <laughs> like, did you ever play? Did you ever play X Men Legends? No, I wanted to. That's the one you can make your own, right? Legend, no, that's Destiny, X Men Destiny. Destiny. Okay. But Legends and Legends 2 are the precursors to Ultimate Alliance, but it was only the X Men, and X Men 2 was was titled. X-Men Legends 2 Rise of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I remember and, that silver face. Oh, the, the, man. The, yeah. They, that, I mean, I love Ultimate Alliance, but that game in particular, like, nailed the uniqueness of every character. Like, in Ultimate Alliance, you can kind of be anybody and have fun, and it's fine. But, like, in in Legends 2 Rise of the Apocalypse, you, you it was just, like, whoever you picked, it was such a unique experience to to that character you were playing. So whether you're playing Iceman or Gambit or Cyclops, like it just felt like you were playing a completely different game altogether. I would love to get my hands on a copy of that and have us do a playthrough of that because I think that might be... Uh, listen, Gauntlet <laughs> Legends, I love you, don't worry, but this is probably the best four-player co-op game I've, I've, I've ever played. Mm, that's a high bar. Yeah. Um, I, I will have to make mention of the Batman Telltale. I did not yes. think... Mm that there was a better like it had no right being that good it yeah, didn't like but like i thought christopher nolan's batman begins was like a really like wow there's a good modern take on like things that like mainstream audiences don't you know w- would actually sink their teeth into but like the telltale like puts you in a way where like first chapter here's cobblepot here's you know uh carmine falcone here's selena kyle here's two-faced and it's like there's so many characters already and I like them all and I don't want them to be mad at me. And it's just so, it's like so well done. And then what's like, the right decision? It, what's the it, right it decision? Re, it reimagines the whole Thomas Wayne like legacy and then it introduces the Joker and, and then the, the second chapter or the second season where like the Joker is actually kind of empathetic and you're like, Oh my God, like I don't, this is so sad. Like I'm going to have to betray him, aren't I? <laughs> Like at some time, like I'm going to betray. We him. all know at some point it's got to happen. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, yeah. There's obviously the Arkham games and obviously the Spider-Man game, but like I remember I like playing that choice. The choice between Catwoman and Harvey Face, Scary Face, <laughs> is a tough one as well. I mean, not in the sense that like it's tough who you choose because you choose who you choose, but it's just like a like it's <sighs> that moment where they're like something shitty's going to happen. You get to decide which shitty thing happens, and you're like. Oh, I didn't I mean, want any shitty thing to happen. And they're like, Corey, oh, you choice. Corey, you'd hate me, but uh, uh, I'm going to say I, 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 I almost let Alfred bite the dust. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and he wow. remembered from the Lex game. I was like, oh, God, this, this choice is going to haunt me. Alfred will remember that. Yeah, but he now he's got does. a cool eye patch. Anyways, um, how are you, Caitlin? Oh, dude, never. I any pl- I would I could play that like a million times, and every time I'd still be like, "But I'm gonna save Alfred, though." 
Dad. <laughs> Caitlin, do you Happy have any uh, like favorite experiences that you can think of? No. Watching us <laughs> play I, Batman. I haven't, I haven't really played enough of those games to like have a really fond memory. Like the uh, the playing playing games with you guys in the the superhero games that we've played was just like a new experience. So it's one of those things where I didn't really have time to settle into that world and be like have that moment where you really true sunk gaming in experience in your, of like yeah being so in. yeah because it was like experiencing it and then being told things while things are happening so it's like I don't really have a, a like this is my pinnacle moment of superhero video games I don't really have that yeah so it sounds like we're gonna have to play some four player game when we get back in the studio that's what it sounds like. Uh, we'll see. That's what it sounds like. Thank you for that input. <laughs> wow. Thanks um, for letting me redo choose. this episode after that. <laughs> and then we'll do a part two. I mean, um, but I do want to talk about any underrated gems. If anyone had any that they wanted to pull. Out. I don't, I don't have any. I, um, I'll say that right now. So uh, pass. <laughs> uh, Battle toads. <laughs> Battle toads. Um, one I want to say is actually, which I thought was like the most hokey thing. But I was like in it because I had the Wii and I was like, I gotta get every game. Was the Iron Man movie game. Mm. Uh, was that fun? Oh, was I that never played actually that. good or it, so you know what the cool thing was? So you had the, the Wii mote and you had the nunchuck, right? So the nunchuck, you're moving around and flying around. But the cool thing about the D-pad on the Wii mote was that when you're flying around, like you have to either you have to kind of juggle, like, am I going to attack people or am I gonna fly around and maneuver around things and save other people? Mm. Um, so your D-pad actually allowed you to channel the energy of your suit into different places so if you wanted That's to like, dope. put it into your your rocket so you could fly faster you, you press the down arrow if you want to put it into your repulsors in your hands you put either direction arrow left or right but if you want to put it into your like your chest energy so you could shoot a giant beam you put it in the top one um so it was like that kind of like oh wow like using a gimmicky you know control scheme which you know nintendo's very known for like trying new things out and then dropping it like it's a hot brick um, the next second. But like, it was, it was interesting. And like, you know, I liked playing um, the Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi games with the, with the Wii and you'd be able to do the Kamehameha and all that stuff and use the hand motions and all that stuff. But like with like being able to shoot like a repulsor ray out of your hand, I was like, Oh, this is kind of nice. And like everyone who's listening, if you are not familiar with superhero video games, the ones that are movie companions are just notoriously never good. So the ones yeah. that I mentioned are like diamonds in the rough are like legit. Like, Oh wow. Like the, they, 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 they actually good. They're not the most beautiful looking ones, but story gameplay, even voice acting is like really, really good. Um, but Iron Man one was like, yeah, it's like load up. Here's a new mission. Go load up. Here's a new mission. Go. Yeah. So that's why it's like, it's not great. Where like Spider-Man was like, you walk up to the character and then it's like, now you start the mission. And then from that character, like here's now a baby start the mission, <laughs> and then you go and then you, you know, swing over to the next mission. It wasn't like, we're going to load you in here and then, you know, we're going to load you out, you know? So like, that's where Batman, you know, took a lot from the old Spider-Man games where it's like, I'm going to walk over to Joker's hideout yeah. I'm gonna walk over or swing over to the iceberg lounge. So like it, you, the, the world building in that sense, but like, Again, I, I will never take away from like a beat 'em up game because I know those are like kind of coming back in fashion. And even Scott Pilgrim versus the World's having like a remake, like a an anniversary uh, comeback. So like mm-hmm. that borrows a lot from superheroes um, in that sense. But it's still a beat 'em up game in that genre. So, Caitlin, um, you I feel like uh, yeah. in 
when you're talking about the Iron Man game, did you play Anthem? I forget. I did. Yeah. I played it with you. That's right. Um, that's that's <laughs> Bitch, what... we saw that together. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but but that's a, that a, was it. Anything like that game where you you know you have your boosters that overheat and you're like flying around and shooting stuff and kind of yeah. But I mean, obviously, Anthem was Bioware, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So they so. they were they were definitely trying to go for a little bit more of like the hard driven story thing, but like right. What I'm talking about in terms of the uh, setbacks, I'm just talking mechanics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like same kind of experience, different story kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more like you could tell rerouting the, power makes it opens up a, an entire new. Mm, yeah. Like, That's definitely very different than what was in Anthem because it was yeah. like, wee, I spring around with my rocket pack. <laughs> uh, w- with Iron Man, for sure, they definitely built their maps so that you are supposed to be flying for long periods of time where Anthem felt like you're not supposed to be because of the fact that your shit overheats for no reason. Um, <laughs> but then you're supposed to just hoof it um, and then stop, shoot, fly, stop, shoot. Where Iron Man's like, fly very, very far away, fight, and then you're done. <laughs> hmm, okay. It's like okay. Um but Diamonds in the Rough yeah. for me would be uh I've two. And maybe one of them isn't such a, I just don't talk for me it's one I don't talk about a lot when someone mentions superhero games but it's one I love which is Marvel vs Capcom. Oh! Marvel vs Capcom Infinite or 3. Uh I thought I put a lot Tom. of 3. <laughs> so many quarters at the laundromat, baby. So good though. Such a like uh, even when you lose, <laughs> you felt like you had a great experience. Yeah, like fighting um, Onslaught. Oh. oh, man. I got so cheap in three. I was the Sentinel. And for those of you who never oh played my God, the Sentinel, so so he just, his beam takes up like the entire screen. You just sit on one side. Well, even as a support character, he just but, also just lands on people. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is cheating. Like, but that's when I never, I like forget to talk about a lot. But Marvel vs. Capcom is so fun. Like the team, like you said, the teammate mechanic is a lot of fun. Uh, and it's just an all around, like i never really got into, I had a lot of fun playing street fighter, uh, but I was always more of a mortal Kombat guy. So this was kind of like my, my way of getting into, to street fighter. Um, and then beautiful Joe oh, is my yeah. other one oh that God, I always forget about, which with is the, with the weird hands. It's, sign. it's a superhero yeah. game. It's a dude. And it's like, it's for, for d- the uninitiated, give us a small. Small. It's basically this guy, Joe, who idolizes this superhero in a movie and gets like sucked into the silver screen and becomes a superhero and like learns from his idol how to transform into beautiful Joe. And And it's he could use the movie power so he could speed up the the film reel. He could slow it down. Dante from Devil May Cry makes a cameo. It's a (sighs) unique experience. And it's it's. I mean, the art style is a lot of fun because you got these little tiny bodies and these giant heads. But uh yeah, beautiful Joe. If you haven't had a chance to play it, please do. It's a lot of fun. It's a I, very unique. I would love to do an entire game. like playthrough of the game. There's three of you them. Should. Two of them or three of them? You man. should. I think there's two, maybe three. I'll, I'll I think there's right three, now. and the third one was on PSP, and it was Rumble Royale. Oh. Um, but uh, I forget to. We didn't even talk about injustice and like how like Mortal Kombat. Josh, Mortal Kombat and 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 DC was great because. Like Superman, like oh Superman, we, how you beat shit out of everybody. But everyone in Mortal Kombat is magic, so he's literally just as vulnerable as anyone else is. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's weak to it, but it affects him just as if you sh- shot a magic blast at, at Batman. It would just affect Superman normally. Um, but like that set the mm, and then Injustice Two, I think like really 
pop the cap off because like now that's part of competitive. It's like yeah. part of competitive esports and like, <laughs> well, like I, adding I, the armor shit was so cool. Our armor thing for me kind of g- like gave it a little bit of a distance for me because it became not super skill based. It became like a little. I mean, it's skill that's of like true. knowing. I like, wish it was more cosmetic than actually affecting the game. Yeah, it really affects the gameplay. I was like, oh my god, this is so hard. I had to grind for armor pieces. Um, but like the first injustice, like, is such a good story. And also they had like several volumes of comic books because of that. And I think a lot of people who've watched the Snyder Cut and any of the Snyder films, like now we're like, that's injustice. That's injustice. Um, because it, it made its own thing. And um, I, I do want to jump on that like Marvel vs. Capcom. I feel like and I, I don't want to sound like shady or anything like that, but like I feel like the 3D Marvel vs. Capcom kind of sullied a little bit of the reputation Marvel vs. Capcom had infinite? because... Huh? Is that infinite? Um, Maybe. Because I feel like the old 2D pixel art like really like had like it's like Iron Fist like grip all over like... More yeah, Comet versus Infinite's versus, 3D. Yeah, Mortal Kombat versus DC will, like, will always be like it's its own thing and then Injustice will be a thing, but like no one really replaced the like the raw flavor and style that like Marvel vs. Capcom had and like being able to like literally have iron, like war machine summon like a giant cannon that rips up the ground. It's like, it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. absolutely. So then, three is what they consider two and a half D. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's still 2d, but it has a, a shad, shaded, shaded model. It has so it looks shed. 3d, but infinite actually has 3d models. Mm-hmm. In it. So yeah, I feel like yeah, the first one and two were like just titans, just titans. Yeah, for um, me, three is still that like, oh, it just had the it had the best roster for me. Yeah, I do want to mention one underrated gem because I guarantee no one's ever heard this. Undefeated. Underrated, and I'm going to recommend undefeated? this to Josh because it's I'm on looking Steam it up right now, and it's free. And it's literally, I think, the best Superman game that's not Superman. <laughs> so I was doing research on like superhero video games. And then I came across a video that was like, this is the best Superman game that's not even Superman. And it's pretty soulless and there's nothing to do. But like you fly around, you beat up things and like the moveset. Like, you totally sold it. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I was playing it for like a good two hours last night. And I was like, this is really fun. And like the boss battle is like really good. Like you you dash over to the guy in midair and then like you could do a combo and then you could dash over to where his next spot is. Like it's like, oh my god! Like, and, and the island is is not really that big, but like like random instances of crime will come up and then you just easily whoop their ass because you're Superman. You're literally flying. You have super speed. You can carry things. You save people. And I was like, and like when you do the boss battle, you you you're gonna beat the boss no matter what. But your rank of the of the win is based on how much damage you prevented. Oh, I was like, oh, this is like it's pretty. I was like, this is that's this is pretty. pretty cool. They need to like that's something that misses out. from a lot of video games. Is like there is that part of you that wants to be like, just want to fight some fucking normal people for a minute and got out for like <laughs> a minute and a half, and then I'll go back to fighting bosses. I promise. But like, can I just can I stop a purse thief for like <laughs> a minute? Can I just can I just can I have a know, side quest that just like. Can I just go save some cats in the trees? Can I just Please? beat the shit out of some normal ass bad guys for for like a second, and then I'll go fight Galactus or whatever you want me to do? The angry cloud? No. Yeah, the angry cloud. Um, <laughs> I I will say I think with Batman Arkham City, like the best greatest side mission ever is figuring out the dead shot uh, assassination. Like you literally have to do the trajectory of where the bullet shot from, and you get to see like the dead body, and you get to like do you know forensics and X rays and all that stuff, and it's like I'm. 
I'm Batman as fuck right now. Like I'm not just beating up <laughs> random people in the street. And it's like I'm solving a crime. I'm totally Batman as fuck right now. I'm Batman as fuck. <laughs> and um, I feel like to that point, Corey, it's like, yeah, I would like to just to, like stop. Like you get that in in Arkham Knight, where like you stop like a carjacking, and you're like, whatever. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And but then like in Spider Man, like you do that all the time. You can stop a road rage driver. You can stop like. Um, a bunch of things. And I think I really like that in the Spider-Man 2 game where like you help a kid get their balloon back. Yeah. And if you webbed it, you'd make the balloon pop and then you'd fail the mission. You're like, oh my God, I had to actually grab this thing. Um, but uh, no, I think- a challenge? Uh, <laughs> to, to round it out, uh, I think to hear everyone's hopes and dreams, what would you want out of out of a future video game? With a superhero, like what? What? What would I, I mean? We've talked. This topic has come by multiple times. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I'll go. I'll make it a little more unique. Then I think I've answered. I've said like a Nightcrawler game like thirty million fucking times for this answer. But uh, make there was a game in development that got canned, and you can still watch some of the like alpha footage of it. Um, that got like leaked from a inside studio spot, but there was going to be a flash game, a flash video game, uh, where you are the flash and you could run around the city open world at super speed. But then Superman 64 tanked so hard that they scrapped the project. Uh, (laughs) So I would love that to be made today, but they can use, you know, when you, when you get into fights, you can use the Arkham, uh, fighting system. But like, imagine being able to super, speed run into a fight and start like if you hit Y at the right time you get to start the fight with a super like mock punch <laughs> like I don't know I just think it would be just a blast to be uh, a flash you I mean play with time a little bit like oh. uh, it'd be so fun I do it'd like so fun. in DC Universe where you if you choose super speed as your meta ability you do run really fast and all that do you yeah oh in, in uh, DC Universe Online yeah 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 it's the same I always speed as someone flash. flying but you know you can, I always you can jump choose yeah, I always you can run up walls, run up buildings. So, uh, so like, I I would love for that flash game. If you haven't, I'm gonna send it to the group after this. But like, there's some alpha footage that got leaked, and you're just like, this would have been so fun. This would have been so fun then. Imagine what you could do now. So that's my <sighs> hopes and dreams. Josh, remake um, Turtles in Time. Huh? <laughs> Said remake Turtles in Time. There it is. <laughs> Next, uh, no, um, I think prob- because that's a great game. Yeah, um, I mean, I would take like an open world kind of Arkham game, but like with Spawn, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, probably a Superman, Superman game. I think that like Rocksteady, uh, hear that? Yeah, I mean, thing that I've learned from like modern games is I think that they're still learning. Like Mar- Marvel Avengers has had quite a few speed bumps in terms of like Marvel trying- of- oh Avengers I think it's Adventures I was like Marvel Adventures I was like is that a um, child's game <laughs> No I know that they've had a few speed bumps of like creating a game what they're trying to create and just like trying to figure out how to like actually do the thing um, so uh, yeah I mean I I'm kind of in a place that I, I would take open world games that are Superman or Spawn or, you know, I like video games. <laughs> I feel like the big uh, misstep with Marvel Avengers was like they went to MXC so fast. 
too quickly and the grind for better gear like out the gate versus like let people enjoy the campaign and then they can enjoy the end game like grind after if they really want to play but it's muddled throughout so like yeah you get kind of robbed of joy immediately there's a few mechanics that they're like oh no they they had to like make fixes recently and it was like oh we didn't fix it right. And it's like, so it's just different things. So that's the time we're in, baby. We're, you know, you got to patch, patch, patch. And then sometimes it turns out really good. So yeah. hope. Caitlin? Thomas. Oh, oh yeah. Caitlin, oh. I feel like her, her, I see the one gear turning. What's going the on? The one? Rude. Yeah, the one about the video game, not the, about life, not about your fitness <laughs> and health and life. Talking about Fair. the video game. Um, so. I was thinking about it while you all were talking, so I didn't uh, hear any of what you said other than Turtles Thanks in Time Remake. Thanks for paying remake. attention. Great, um, great so, hosting ability. Of course. <laughs> uh, so, but in that time, I realized that I would absolutely love a Dr. Manhattan game where you have the the span of a year and there's like randomly generated things that happen within that year like other villains will come down you'll have bosses you can stop robberies you can deal with normal supernatural things or like in no man's sky you can teleport to a randomly generated planet Mm. and just study and harvest things or whatever you want it's the most nihilistic can, game I've ever heard. Like, right. you used to do things but, or not? But that, <laughs> Kayla likes those totally games. She likes the, the games that you can just kind of like no, zone out. No, he cares. Yeah. He's in touch he, with humanity. He I does. Like, I, but like he would have, you'd have to like choose if you're going to like exist in on Earth and deal with Earth problems and then like have the potential for things to go wrong, like Watchmen things to happen. Or you can go fuck off and learn about the universe well the i think if i may and because it reminds me a lot of um wind uh wind waker no it reminds me a lot of uh uh, majora's mask um where there's a ticking clock of how many days pass and the moon falls um but then you could go back in time you could always continually Mm -hmm. go back in time so you could have dr manhattan going back uh going back and forth between like this is the first day. This is the second day. I can stop it all or I can go not see it. And obviously some storytelling will need to happen, but well, and cool. I think I think the well, rather than randomly generated events, maybe it's the same events over the course of a year. And then like he'll basically there'll be some kind of world end event that happens at the end of the year, and depending on how you dealt with that year is how you dealt with it. And then the end of the game would rewind you to the beginning of the year. I think that would be fun. There you have it. Where, what's what's yours? Oh, wait, Corey, you took to the Flash. I did, but I, <laughs> I have another. I have a better idea than that. It's like that's not original. That's just like I would love for that game to be made. So I can either go. You want to go first, and then I can do my other one, or would you like? Um, me, I could go first. Like, Let me go first, and I'll hear. Okay. I'll hear your other one. I'll wrap yeah. it out. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Rock City has been threatening to make a Superman game for a long time, and they'd make it more like Superman 64 in terms of, like, speed and flight and all that stuff, because if you had Superman full power, it doesn't make sense. Um, how, or it also would be impossible to make an open world, um, because you could fly to another world, literally, in seconds. Um, but if I were to have um, a... I don't know. I feel like... I, I've said So, one I've said before is 
Wonder Woman, God of War, um, for sure. Easy. Yeah. Um, and have her get the different Themyscira and like, I would ar- play armor. that over and over again. Um, but that's oh, God of War isn't really open world. It's more like, um, it strings you along different maps and there's, there's a linear path to it. What I would want, if I could choose, I would want open world. Um, but I want it to be Aquaman. Um, Aquaman open world. And open the different, ocean? Yeah, and the different, oh, the different kingdoms are like different maps like in GTA. Oh, that'd um, be cool. So you'd have seven kingdoms, seven maps. Um, and the overall goal would honestly probably be to like stop war. And so maybe there is a level of like, or you're fighting against Orm and like he's like trying to rally like the kingdoms to his cause. So you have to go over there and like pretty much stop the occupation of Orm's army, um, but also fighting against like Black Manta and like polluting the ocean, X, Y, and Z, have a little bit, you know, have, have a little for the kids, you know, for the kids. Um, but you could have some, <laughs> some decision-making in there to like kill them or to not kill them. And that changes your character because will you become hated amongst the people of the ocean or will you be loved by the people of the surface? Because um, you are the Aquaman and there will always be like in between every kingdom you go to you have to like do some kind of diplomatic bullshit decision making thing with the the land dwellers the 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 united nations and based on your actions they would know they'd be like oh our our sub submarines picked up the activity on this you know this trench what's going on there and if you lie they can tell if you're lying or not you know like those kind of things where it's like oh my god every decision matters because it's the weight of 75 percent of the of the earth is on aquaman's shoulders and i'm like that'd be baller Wow, when you put it that way. I never yes. thought about it like that. <laughs> that the weight of 70% of the earth is on his shoulders. Yeah, 25% yeah. is all us stupid land dwellers. Uh, Corey, you're, yours? You're. <laughs> okay, so it would be like the game Bully meets Grand Theft Auto, but it's X-Mansion. Oh! <laughs> you create your own superhero as they get accepted to Xavier's School for the Gifted. And as the game progresses, it starts off like Bully, right? Where you're doing school stuff, blah, blah, blah. But as the game progresses, it gets more and more like Grand Theft Auto or 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 uh, Saints Row where you're out. You have to do missions with the team and eventually, you know, you become one of the top team leaders. And I, I just think it would be, and it's all open world. I just think it'd be so fun. I was going to say, if it's you, so you said Bully and then you said Expansion, I was like, <gasps> Dating Sim? No, <laughs> the X Mansion. No. There could be. Look, Tom, you can write all the the romance side quests. I will romance game. up Scott Summers all day. Forget about Gene. <laughs> I'm your boy. What's up with them? You know, blue spandex. <laughs> but I think that would be. I think a bully game in the X X Mansion universe would be a lot of fun. Nice. <sighs> Nice. You know, I would like a centric Batgirl game, like Insomniac Spider Man. Yeah. But instead, like she's in college, and so like like one you of my favorite combo issues of Batgirl was like when she literally had to go stop a guy from mugging this other girl in in the school campus coffee shop, and then after she stopped after she beat beats up the guy, she like throws up because she's still kind of hungover. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like amazing. It's like yeah, literally the trial tribulation of like balancing human regular you know college life, and then also like oh I have, have all these skills, so I should do it for easy for. Nice, nice. That has cool. been that's superhero video games. Beep, 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 beep. Infinity Tell Dark. Time. Infinity Dark. Thank you so much for sending in your topics. And everybody at home, do send in your topics. We 
We have a contact sheet on our website. There's topic re- requests in the drop-down menu. Submit your topic requests. We, we save them all, and eventually we, we are able to pop them in the schedule. So do head on over there and check it out. Speaking of the website, if you're new to NerdOn, check that out. NerdOn.tv. It has all of the information on everything it is that we do. Um, we are everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all of our episodes are video, so check it out. You can see all the shenanigans uh, in video, Uh, so check that out on YouTube. Like I said before, rate, review, share us with your friends, your family, um, and do check out that Nerd on Nation. Uh, Lots of fun perks, and like I said, it does allow us to keep growing, to keep being the best that we can be for you. But um, yeah, that has been the episode you know the drill. As always, you're on. Ending broadcast.